There you go. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Sandra Ingerman, and welcome to the Shaman's Cave. And I'm Renee Barabo, and I'm excited to be here today to continue our conversation about the elements and how the elements are changing and adapting the same way that we're changing and adapting in the, in the current times and, and how we could have a better relationship with those. Yeah, and there, there's a lot for us to learn about the elements because we always think of everything is outside of us, but actually we're actually made of earth, air, water, and fire. And so there's a lot to learn about building relationships with the elements outside of us, as we've been talking about on past shows. But there's also a tremendous power in um, uh, building the relationship and examining and exploring the health of the elements inside of us. Absolutely. And, you know, today we're speaking about air, which is, of course, one of my favorite with Winds of Spirit topics, but also uh, what Sandra just said about, about how what, what we don't think about is that that wind is inside of us, too. That wind brings us that first spark of life and it goes out and, as we exhaust the, our, this lifetime. And so, you know, this is really an important uh, subject. And later on today, I'm going to actually do a, a a wind breathing type exercise that's going to uh, show us how we can actually move stuck energy that's within us because if it's within us it's without as well uh, using a wind breath technique yeah that's great because this is definitely a time we have a lot of potential right now to um, improve our health and improve the health of the planet by putting spiritual techniques into action. Um, I know that I repeat certain things over and over again, but I think that they're really important for us to understand is that, that for tens of thousands of years, um, the ancient ones, uh, the ancestors of this planet um, had journeys, had premonitions, had dreams, and they knew what was coming for us. And they left us clues. They, they chanted, they sang, they um, did verbal stories, they wrote down stories for us about how we can thrive and survive during these changing times. But the, the, our personality tends to be, we're always looking forward. We're always looking for something new, not what's old, what's something new that we can bring into our work. And with everything that's going on right now, especially with people's health being challenged, what you wanna do is you wanna take the, the basic spiritual work that you've ever learned and that's the work that you want to repeat because the, the simplest um, ceremonies and the simplest practices are actually the ones that have the most power. Right. And plus they've been practiced for so many times over the eons that, you know, that, that they've built up power within themselves as well. And the, the, um, you know, I get a lot of my information from the wind and, as I'm writing, you know, this new book, 
I'm going back to what the ancient one said, because one of the things that, and something you said sparked something with me, Sandra, where you said they gave us a way to, to find our way through. But kind of wondering, at some points, were they giving themselves a way to find their way through back then as well? Because, you know, there's these, we've cycled through these same kinds of experiences, these same kind of plagues. I've talked about Enlil before, like when humanity got too noisy and disruptive, you know, in Mesopotamia, what they, they brought the flood and, and, you know, washed everyone away and we had to start all over again. And, and so, you know, history has a tendency to cycle just like the sun and the moon. And we, we, I wonder if we'll ever, this is the question, will we ever heed these warnings? Will we ever, well, you know, will we ever know, like many years ago, um, the Alto Masayok in Peru, he's been dead. That was like the, he was the stars, the star, he had access. And some, a lot of his information was divided into two separate sec sections where some people, it was, he was like, they're tricksters. Some people got half. One person got this way and one person got this way. But one of the things that, that they said in a prophecy reading was that the viruses were going to come on the wind. And you know, I, I get stuck with this all the time being, you know, the a wind shaman that I am is that, you know, what are we bringing on the wind? What are we bringing healing, hope? You know, are we bringing new ways of being? Or are we, you know, are we recycling, you know, the old patterns, the old beliefs, the, you know, are we self-fulfilling prophecies of we can't get this right? Yeah. It, it does kind of seem like that. Um, um, I, I know for so many years, I, I'd be at workshops and go, how many times do we have to go through exactly the same thing? You know, the, the label might change just a little bit, the faces change just a little bit, but the energies and the destructive energies and the shadow energies are are just looping back around again. Um, for, for me, uh, some of it, I think that, I can't say what happened in Mesopotamia, but we actually did look. Um, <laughs> I taught um, a, a, a workshop and we went back to these civilizations like Mesopotamia and um, the Lemurians and, and the Atlantic and, and one of the questions I asked the group to ask these civilizations is what brought them down? What brought them down? Um, and I know I'm going a little bit away from the subject of all the wisdom that they have, but part of the wisdom that they have and part of the wisdom that we were trying to explore as a group is what, is what took them down because the Mesopotamians were highly, highly evolved. They had plumbing, um, they had running water. Um, uh, it, you know, they, they had a society that was as technologically um, advanced as ours were. And the answer that we've pretty much gotten from every group was ego. Um, brought the groups down. Uh, ego consistently brought the groups down. And that's an old story, you know, where 
instead of seeing that there's a higher power or we're a vessel for um, a spiritual force and that we're light and that we move through heart, at some point the ego gets attached to, ooh, power, what can I do with it, you know? And um, so that the ancient ones, as, as Renee is sharing, they also were struggling to find how to deal with the turbulent times that they were li living in. But in that, um, it, when you can look at the sayings and some of the different um, symbols that have been left, they were they were also leaving us clues um, to this time. Um, so it's a both and. Uh, they were leaving us clues and also letting us know what worked for them. That's a good, good point. You know, and I was watching Gaia TV the other day because I was taking a pause for the day and I was watching this thing about, you know, they're pretty sure that something cataclysmic happened about 11,500 years ago, like that a comet struck the earth. And one of the things the wind showed me early on was that, that when when that when that comet hit that um that you know it created a tremendous amount of chaos and dust and all of that and so it looks like that maybe a couple hundred years before really the air cleared and and in that you know my belief is that this is my crazy stuff this is like gaia tv stuff everyone that that what happened was the winds dispersed and the reason that there's, you know, 32 wind spirits in here and there's more that I just didn't write about was that they, they dispersed. And then when, when things started, when civilization could come up from the, the holes in the ground and, you know, some of these, these societies they're saying are, um, you know, they, they went just as far underground as we built above ground is that when we started to, you know, come back from these places, that there was wind spirits there to inform us. So mm. for me, the wind has always been there to inform us. It's just whether or not we were listening. Right, right. And so, you know, I think those are my books being delivered. <laughs> did you hear the bell? Uh, hopefully he leaves them. I think he did. Uh, the um, So, you know, there, there, there is this idea that we're so sophisticated and so evolved, but really, you know, maybe we're not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think, um, I think what basically what we need to do to thrive, and I like to use the word thrive more than survive. Um, it, it has more energy, it has more joy to it. Um, survival to me is you're just trying to make it work. Um, and, and I just really believe that the key to survival is, um, is to actually build a strong relationships with all of nature, but especially the elements because, and the reason I'm saying that is because the elements are speaking very loud right now. There's, they can't get, they can get louder, but how many billions of animals do we have to lose before we get that, that 
the elements are, are speaking. I'm not saying they're angry at us. I'm saying they're speaking to us. And what would happen if we actually delved into deep conversations with them and moved into a place of honor and respect? Would we be seeing um, the extreme elemental uh, uh, events that were that are happening right now. Um, I don't think we would be. And I believe this elemental of this coronavirus, which I'm sure we're still speaking about, you know, is that it's it's carried through the air and it's airborne and it's you know and and so that is an element of wind. That's an element of breath. That's an element of how do you know i mean the, the touching and all of that too but how do we start to become in better relationship with these types of energies that are here to disrupt and usually in the wake of a disruption is also a healing uh, i remember after a 9 11 um shortly after six months after going back to new york city and, and you probably had this experience too sandra the energy in New York City changed. Oh yeah. <laughs> People used to be rude and mean and you'd be on the subway and no one would look at each other. And 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 you went when I went back, it was like people were actually human again. They right. were connected again. And so it is the wind that connects us to everything. So, you know, I heard somebody say yesterday, well, how did it get to Australia? Well, trust me, if you breathe it out here in Palm Desert today, it's getting to Australia in a few days. It's not like it's it's we're not separate in fact that guy a tv show i was watching about is like when if and when a comet hit that it was the thing that separated all the the land and maybe this is what these last you know ten thousand five hundred years have been about is learning to how we can come back together as one humanity after you know we broke apart into you know many islands all over the world and here we are at the doorway and how will you respond? Do you think these things are have nothing to do with you? Or, and some people like to take full advantage and think they have everything to do with you, but that's ego, as opposed to this is nature's wake up call that we really need to understand that we are all connected through our breath, that we're all connected through the wind. And air is one of those crucial elements that without it you you were not born and without it you will will die and 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 so i think that it's really timely that this conversation is coming up to talk about air as an element of um of thriving yeah absolutely i agree yeah so do you have a you have a i think a beautiful exercise for us renee i do and and so one of the things that that i've come to that i teach in the wind work is about that our intention so it's the work is all about how we bring form from and how we turn energy into form it's wind alchemy how do we and so how do we do that we can we can test out a little simple experiment of it and what it is, is that how you breathe out, you know, so it's not even what comes out of your mouth, what you say out loud in words, it's but what are you breathing out? So are you breathing out fear without, you know, you might be talking a good game, smiling, you know, those people who smile, 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 love, love, love. And, you know, really what they're breathing out is frustration and anger. And so what are you really breathing out? 
So in this exercise, what we're going to do is we're going to actually, we're going to, um, we're, we're going to do uh, some wind breathing, whereas we're going to do three wind breaths, and I'll play the wind whistle for that. Then we're going to actually look, starting with our toes, looking through our body, and uh, see if there's any kind of resistance living in our body. And, it, and then we're going to look into that resistance and see if it has a color, a texture, a form. And then we're going to actually call upon a wind to help us clear whatever that energy is. And I'm going to call, I'm going to pull it now. So once we get in this, and then you can repeat it. So then you're going to actually invite this wind spirit in to help you dissolve that energy so that that next wind breath out is one that's not blocked by some kind of resistance in your body, but that has more free-flowing energy into the, into the cosmos and into the collective wind breath. How's that sound? Sounds great to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, isn't this interesting? So the wind that I pulled for this one is uh, Madame Feng Popo, the Chinese wind of harmony and striving for balance. Oh, wow. So it, and it's not for, so for me, what that means is it's not about that we're not allowed to have the hurt, the pain, the illness, all of those things, but you know, that's not all of who we are ever. So that's only one aspect of ourselves. So what would happen if we were willing to release that? And so we'll call upon Madame Feng Popo a little bit later. And just for a visual, she likes to come riding in on her tiger. She's got a wind sack that she carries over her shoulder and she can swoop on in and really clear this for you. So what we're going to do is let's start by exhaling anything that's up for us today and let's start out empty and then I will blow, um, then we'll breathe in and then I'll blow three wind breaths. The first one, see it connecting you to the earth. The second one, ask to uh, merge with Feng Popo for this exercise. And the third one, protect yourself so you feel safe that whatever you, is in your wind bubble is just for you. And then we're gonna, I'll, I'll walk you through the, the, the short exercise. All right, so everyone, let's blow out as hard as we can. And close our eyes. And breathe in, and the first one, breathe in that wind and really feel yourself bringing in that wind bringing it down through the spin axis, which I talked about a couple of weeks ago, and really deeply connecting your roots into the belly of the mother, because she can transmute all of this. Hold it and breathe out. And on this wind breath in, let's ask Feng Popo to merge with us to help us with this exercise. And then breathe out. And on this third wind breath in, Bring in that light of protection and put it all the way around you so you so you dare to go deeper with your work and breathe out and put that energy bubble around you.
Now begin your body scan, starting with your feet and see, go look through your feet, up and through your ankles, into your thighs, up into your knees. You're looking for wherever resistance is living in your body to this idea that you're okay, that you're safe, that you're protected, that we're connected. Then go up your thighs and into your pelvic area. Where's that resistance living in you? Into your belly, into your solar plexus, your heart, up into your throat, up into your nose, up into your third eye, maybe down in your arms. Really scan your body and look for resistance. And as you're looking, start to ask that resistance, what are you about? Can you see into the resistance? Is it a color? Is it a shape? What is the texture? And you can go back and repeat this, but for now we're doing a little piece of resistance and we wanna thank that resistance for, for showing us and enlightening us and giving us something of value in our life. But we're gonna ask Feng Popo to actually move that resistance out through us, out the back. She's gonna catch it in her bag and take it back up where she's gonna take it beyond time and space and toss it out to the ethers with lots of love and light. So you've located the resistance. Now let's see if we can let it go. And on this third wind breath, see her taking it out, tossing it out beyond, beyond this time and space with love and light as it dissolves into the ethers. Now scan your body one more time and see if it's a little bit lighter there. And some, some of us might have to repeat this a little bit. And then now take that deep wind breath in. And this time what you're blowing out and sending out into the collective is a willingness to be whole and complete and to thrive no matter what's going on around you. And when you're ready, just come back to the space and, and you can come back to this exercise and, and you can do it when you're you know riding in a car. If there's something stuck, you can move it out and invite a new experience with the wind. Mm. That's a beautiful exercise, Renee. And, and I, I don't uh, work in the same way that you do, but one of the things that I've been really encouraging people to do right now is to keep doing journey work um, and keep doing ceremonial work to let go of uh, pains, old traumas, beliefs that we're holding. Because 
what I find is the more you can let go of that, the brighter you can shine your light. And we need bright lights right now. So um, we don't need to be burdened by uh, all the pain that we're carrying from our past. And so your exercise is just so brilliant and so simple. Um, do it multiple times a day and, and watch how you start looking brighter and how you feel. Um, that's where we're all trying to get to. We're trying to get to being spiritual beings living on this great planet Earth. <laughs> Absolutely. And the Earth will appreciate you keeping yourself clear as well. So um, however that works for you. Well, we're going to be moving on to fire next. So, you know, stay with us in this, I forget how many part series we have going, but we'd love to see your feedback over, over at the Shaman's uh, Cave or uh, even on YouTube, I respond to all those comments as well, but make sure you subscribe to YouTube and you know, you can hit share and you can share that YouTube video with your friends and, or on SoundCloud, you can subscribe. And then if you sign up for our email list, you, you, you'll get this in your inbox for every time we release a new show. So there's all these ways to stay connected with us. And until next time. Thank you, everybody, and keep breathing. <laughs>